When it comes to hard work, there's one important rule. Pick the right tool for the right job. That's why Chevy offers a family of Silverado pickup trucks designed just for the job. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. 720 WGN. I was talking about our next guest with John Williams, and somebody sent in a text and said, my kid is looking to move to the West Loop, 456 square feet going for $2,000 to $2,500 a month, depending on what floor you are on. 465, 456 feet for $2,500 a month. Who, who can afford that? Especially if you're just starting your career or you just graduated and this is where you land for your first job. We're reaching out to Robert Warnock. He's a senior research associate at Apartment List. And Chicago ranks where when it comes to the highest price people are paying for apartments? Are we right up there in about the top five? Uh, hi there. Yeah, it's definitely one of the more expensive cities in the, in the in the country, and especially if you're looking in West Loop, one of the high-rise buildings, one of the newer buildings. They tend to be some of the priciest that you'll find in any market, and uh, and so certainly uh, uh, it's it's tough to make ends meet for some folks in, in his situation. And so. It's not like the price hasn't always been high in Chicago, and now it seems like we have more available space because, let's face it, the city lost some people during the pandemic. They wanted to move. They wanted Mm -hmm. to have a yard. They didn't want to be stuck in a city that wasn't alive, so to speak, at the time. Has has the dramatic price increase been since COVID, or has it been steady? Uh, Yeah, the biggest spikes really took place in 2021 and 2022. That's when we saw uh, a kind of a, a, a reaction to the initial pandemic where there were more people moving out on their own, more people wanting uh, wanting their own space to live in. And at the same time, a really dramatic shortage of available units. Uh, the construction industry, for example, was greatly it was basically stopped by the pandemic. So so the big rent increases took place a couple of years ago and in a lot of parts of the country have since stopped and slowed down. But Chicago is one of the few spots where rent prices are continuing to go up, even into 2023. And does it have to do with Google opening in a bigger office here, some of the tech companies, or are we seeing people move back into the city? Yeah, uh, it's, it's. I would say it's more the latter. You know, there's always been, you know, the, 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 the folks who have the highest paying jobs want to live in the most expensive cities. That's always been the case during and before the tech industry boom. Uh, what we're seeing right now is a lot of uh, new household formations. So as I mentioned earlier, more people wanting to live on their own or with fewer other people. And that creates a lot of demand for homes. Every new household that gets created is a new housing unit that that that, that is demanded. Uh, so it's a matter of whether or not there's a supply side that can keep up with that. And in Chicago, we've seen really low levels of available supply, both vacant units that exist today, as well as new units that are in the construction pipeline. Both of those are pretty low in Chicago. And when you have a lot of people who want homes, but not a lot of empty homes for them to move into, naturally, that means the prices are going to go up. Robert Warnock is a senior research associate at Apartment List. What is the median rent in Chicago? So across the entire city, uh, the, the median rent is just under $1,500 a month, uh, which, which might sound uh, uh, cheap to some of the folks who are looking for high-rise apartments in West Loop. Obviously, uh, there are more expensive parts, but across the entire city right now, we're seeing about $1,500 for, for the median apartment. 
Right. And medium being there as many people paying over that as there are under that, correct? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you factor in the entire city, that price drops dramatically. Hey, Carolyn's got a question. Uh, is he locked in on our phone, Andrew? Okay, Carolyn, what did you want to say about rent in the city of Chicago? I own some units. Hello, I'm sorry. I own some units in the 1700 block of South Michigan Avenue. They have balconies. It's a beautiful brand new building. And we can't, I have two bedroom units. So my one of my two bedroom units is renting at 2000 a month. The other one is a little bit over. But I don't understand why the South Loop, albeit closer to downtown, is not seeing the increase in rentals like you are in the West Loop. Why is that, Robert? That's a, that's a great question. Um, uh, I, I think proximity to jobs has always been the key determining factor in what parts of, of, of dense areas become popular. Right now, though, people's priorities are a little shifted. Uh, it, as you have more people working from home, that immediate proximity is less important, and some of the other amenities uh, might become more important. Uh, so, so we've seen that kind of shift in the dense parts of a lot of different cities uh, as, as the pandemic has sort of shifted the relationship that people have between where they live and where they work. And for those hot areas like the West Loop, will there be bidding wars over apartment leases? I mean, will people like say, well, I'll pay 200 bucks more a month because I want it and I want to beat everybody else to the punch? That's always going to be uh, a bit of a negotiation factor uh, when there is a lot of demand and not very much supply. That's what we saw happening a lot of during 2021, which was the worst worst point in terms of the supply and demand imbalance. That's when prices skyrocketed. And it was partly because of people being able to offer a lot above asking. You know, it's the same thing that we see in the for sale market, really. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so really, that, that speaks to the importance of having that balanced housing supply against housing demand to, to, to keep it so that uh, uh, homes and apartments are available to people, even those who aren't able to offer hundreds of dollars more a month uh, uh, to the landlord. Any suggestions for people who want to rent in Chicago, Rob? Well, it's tough as it is everywhere. Uh, there's no, there's no, no sugarcoating the fact that the housing market uh, has gotten a lot more expensive over the last two years, regardless of whether you're renting or regardless of whether you're trying to buy a home. Um, so, so it's certainly not. It's certainly tough. Uh, the the one thing I would say to look out for is there's strong seasonal patterns in the rental market. The the, the summer months are the busy months. That's when most people are moving. And that's when uh, landlords and property managers have the biggest opportunity to, to raise their rents and look for the highest paying bidders. The winter months, while they're inconvenient to move in, tend to be much lower on the demand side and renters have more leverage in their negotiations and prices tend to fall down. So if somebody has that flexibility, I would always recommend looking more in the off season than the busy summer season. Uh, but, but obviously, you know, some folks don't have that, uh, that, that, that privilege.
Right, but that's great advice. Rob Warnock, Senior Research Associate at Apartment List. Somebody sent in a text and said, my friend had to move out of Chicago and move to Milwaukee and commutes on the train two days a week because she couldn't afford an apartment anymore. And I think that's why we see a lot of people who live in the burbs who say, I'm from Chicago because they would live here if they could. They just can't afford it, but they work here on a daily basis. We had that conversation a little earlier. We'll continue that. Mary will be checking your your traffic and the news is coming up next with Lauren Lapka from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. WGN.